0: Conclusion? Inevitable. It was a jump to
1: conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent.
2: My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Mortal.
3: In conclusion...
0: welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast narrated by Ludacris. I am Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you?
3: Oh, Dan. I missed the person I was last week. <laughs>
0: what happened? Just from watching, watching these, these?
3: specials. <laughs> Sorry, but
1: yes.
0: <laughs> well, also joining us, uh, one half of the reason that we were blessed to watch the thanksgiving specials that we watched for this week uh returning once again with his obscurity in tow it's alex langosh how are you alex
4: i am great dan i thank you for having me on this podcast
0: you're welcome, welcome back king i will say you weren't invited you, you well, texted me and was like, I want to be on again. And I'm never going to turn that down.
3: <laughs> but it, uh, The you, way my jaw just you thrust
0: these upon us.
4: What's an invitation but a forced entry? I don't think that holds uh, up a <laughs> chord. <court. laughs> what?
0: Um, <laughs> good
3: try. Good try.
0: Also, also here with you, with us... Um, The other half of the reason why we watch these, the the real star who found these movies on a random letterboxed list, it's Lauren Pataki. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here for the first time, and I hope to be back with more obscure holiday specials in the future.
3: I love that energy.
0: Yeah. Steer into the skid. (laughs) So, we are taking a break from the Fockers trilogy. Yes. Is that what the series is yes. called? Uh,
3: yeah. It's like, Let's go with that. I mean,
0: is it like the Dark Knight saga, where because the last two have the same words in the title, that's what it ends up being called? It's unimportant. Yes. Um,
3: the Fockers saga. Yeah.
0: We're, we're taking a break from that because this episode is coming out on or right before Thanksgiving.
4: Is it, uh, is it a break or like a, a sentencing?
3: It's a, it's a pause. It's a pause, a
4: brief respite.
3: I won't let Dan ever not finish those movies because I really like them. Yeah.
0: So, um, for the record. She's going to make me lick the Fokker's plate clean to use that for.
3: Happy Thanksgiving. Dan, spoilers.
4: Uh, I've only seen Meet the Parents.
3: Me too. Woo! Alex? From a distance, I'm gonna need you to also watch the movies.
4: <laughs> so we have we have other things to watch, other weird Thanksgiving no. specials.
3: No, pause. Put it on pause.
0: Well, we have to talk about the three that we watched because we watched three, um, and they are in, I guess, release order from when they came out. Uh, the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't.
3: Oh my God!
0: Garfield's Thanksgiving. <laughs> And Which is turkey an turkey hollow.
4: Hey, Garfield's Thanksgiving, I will say, is an Emmy winner. So you're welcome.
0: Uh, Emmy nominee. Garfield.
4: Wait, I thought it won. I, I thought like any time a Garfield special came out in the '80s, the Emmy voters just ate it up.
0: Well, at the <laughs> it, it was according to its Wikipedia page, it was nominated for an Emmy at the 42nd uh, annual Emmy Awards.
4: That one mm-hmm. they they didn't they they couldn't get behind.
0: Apparently not. Nominated for best outstanding or outstanding animated program. Um.
4: Define outstanding. <laughs>
0: it was it was Hallmark. And the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't uh, was not nominated for anything.
3: It was nominated for most cringe in my heart.
4: <laughs> it was nominated for accuracy of an elementary school history textbook. Yeah from 1971 it was nominated
3: for, nominated for mm, that feels racist <laughs> uh
0: and then just based off my brief research uh turkey hollow was also not nominated for anything
3: <sighs> turkey hollow
1: <laughs> i don't think we needed to do research to know that was not nominated yeah. for anything but i appreciate the diligence
3: I mean, one would think maybe a Jim Henson piece would get a little attention, but...
4: I mean, even ABC didn't want that. That that went to Lifetime.
3: That's true. Lifetime is where movies and ideas go to die.
0: <laughs> I will say, Turkey Hollow was the 19th rated program on cable television for the day it was broadcast. <laughs> saturday november 21st 2015 it was right in between the 11 p.m episode of tiny luxury on hgtv (laughs) and the 9 p.m episode of jail las vegas on spike
3: oh Oh, that sounds like something i would watch classics
4: i mean that seems like the right you know bookends progressive progressive movement of watching tv
0: right
1: amen and I will say, the actual puppets in Turkey Hollow, we thought were, were quite well done. However, we thought that's that was the beginning and the end of things that were well done in that film.
3: I mean, I feel like if it's a Jim Henson puppet, it's going to be well done.
1: Yeah.
3: But you're right, That's that sometimes is going to be the end of it. <laughs>
0: Do you know what my prevailing thought was from Turkey Hollow? It's not anything related to the plot. It's so incredibly throwaway, and I think I'm the only person that's ever noticed it. And it's not about Ludacris's green screen, because everybody noticed that. Um, <laughs> the daughter, I don't remember her name. Uh,
3: the way the mouths just dropped open. I think, I, I, um, I think,
1: I, screen. I think we might know what you're going to say.
0: She has
4: gigantic hands. Oh, that's not what we you were Wait,
1: gonna you, you, you Oh, that, Did I? You did. Oh. You said something about her hands. You're like, her hands are not proportional to the
0: rest of her No, hands. Oh, they're <laughs> so big. They're like the size of her forearm. I'm going to
3: be entirely honest with you. I was baking while watching uh, that one specifically. Oh, so, so you, I did took, not the, the you took my
0: barbarian defense, where to I did. make a horror movie not scary, you bake during it, but you did it for <laughs> yep, Turkish hollow? because homo. I was scared.
3: I was scared, Dan.
4: <laughs> um, what we thought you were going to say was she looked much older than a 15-year-old, and we found mm-hmm. out she was 24 when that was Yes, filmed. she was 24 years old Iconic. when it was filmed.
1: And for some uh, reason, I got stuck on that, and- All I could think about was this poor twenty-four year old like having to go into work every day and deliver these lines with her gigantic (laughs) hands. (laughs) She
0: was twenty-four and her brother, the actor playing her brother was thirteen. So he was around the right age.
4: Wait, really? I thought his brother was supposed to be like ten.
3: Yeah, but ten and thirteen are closer than twenty-five and
0: 15 yes and (laughs) i think you should really tell that to a 13 year old anna and see what their reaction is
3: i will you know in the year of our lord 2022 i an 18 year old is close enough to a 10 year old
0: for me this is gonna sound creepy and i know it's gonna sound creepy because i thought what through my sentence that i'm gonna say you're the only one on this podcast who has regular contact with children
3: yeah, I, like I mean, that. not regular. Um, you, I did get cast in another children's show. Yeah, that's so why I will be that's seeing why. some children. Yeah, it's not like I just walk up and I'm like, hey, kids. Like, no, <laughs> I I act sometimes. Sometimes I go, hey, kids.
1: I will say once you hit a certain age, looking at children anywhere from eight to fourteen kind of all blends together for me. It's like okay, you're just in one category, eight. 12, whatever, it's
2: all the same. Yeah.
3: I will say I did see a jarring photo of a teen girl. She said, this is when I met Kylie Jenner and they were the same age and Kylie looked like her mother. (laughs) So (laughs) that's something that is living rent-free in my mind now.
0: Um, Let's talk about each one individually, I guess. I don't know. There's not a lot of plot to go through with any of these. What Um, are you
4: talking about? The the very intense plot of... The Thanksgiving that wasn't, or almost wasn't, oh. and Jeremy or Jennifer or Jeremiah, whatever the squirrel is. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy or Squirrel.
3: Jennifer. Gage and I loved Jeremy's Squirrel, okay? He's my hero. I will be honoring him this Thanksgiving.
1: Yes, I love Jeremy Squirrel as well. Alex I, has been calling him Jeffrey the entire time, been- so I don't know where Jennifer came Jeremy. from. Jeremy!
4: I, I have some issues with what Jeffrey's motivations were.
0: Okay.
3: All right. So before jumping uh, into b- before you jump wasn't. into that,
0: uh, uh, backstory. Um, the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't is a, a 1972 um, TV special made by Hanna-Barbera, directed by Joseph Hanna and William Barbera. I've messed those names up. Joseph Barbera and William Hanna. Um, <laughs> featuring the voice talents of Kevin Cooper, uh, Marilyn Maine, Don Messick, who is the voice of um, Yogi Bear.
3: Oh, oh. Uh,
0: June Foray, who's the voice of a number of characters.
3: I recognize that voice.
0: Yes. She was the voice of, mm-hmm. um, is it Rocky or Bullwinkle? The small one.
4: Uh, this,
0: that's that's Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. 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 Also the voice of Granny in Looney Tunes, the grandma mm-hmm. from Mulan. Um,
3: mm. Would you like to stay for dinner?
4: Is she Asian?
3: Would you like to stay forever? She
0: is very white.
4: Wow. Mm-hmm. Disney, boo. Yikes. She is from- that was
0: before Disney was woke. She is from- <laughs> So white, she is from Massachusetts.
1: Oh. Oh.
3: She, well, then I guess putting her in this show about Thanksgiving was appropriate, right? <laughs> yes. That's where the Thanksgiving <laughs> happened. No, wait, that was Virginia, wasn't it?
0: <gasps> no, it was Massachusetts, wasn't it? Oh, thank London God! Brock? Oh my
3: God, don't, don't tell that. Do you know where Virginia
0: pieces.
3: is? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's on the east, west, east coast. <laughs> Oh my god i'm fighting for my life listen i used to be really good at history and geography i'm a social media manager now all i know is facebook thank you
4: your your tiktoks keep pumping, coming up on my for you page
3: and wait really yeah. ah, are you hitting them with a like
4: um no
3: alex <laughs> can you please hit them with a like Sorry, I'm busting i busting my booty.
4: I'm sorry, I I see realtor stuff. I think that's what that is, and then I'm like, it is. And then I'm like, oh, I don't relate to this. <laughs> I
3: keep scrolling. Just just hit it with a like. Just one little <laughs> all like. All right, I'll, I'll it'll next, rack your world. Next time
4: I see it, I'll hit it with a like.
3: Thank you, King. Speaking of that's all I asked. Speaking
0: of King, the plot of the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't is that no. a talking squirrel must save the first Thanksgiving. By rescuing a young pilgrim boy, and the description says a young Native American boy, that's not what they call him in the movie, uh, Mm -mm. that have gone missing in the woods on Thanksgiving Day.
3: That description was updated for 2022.
0: Yeah, that's a very modern... Although, I
3: want to ask a question to all of you white folk. (coughs) Who, us? You know, yeah, you. Um, I guess, like, I think, now I don't know if we are allowed... (sighs)
2: It's never I'm confused a good start because
3: <laughs> no, but like Native American groups, like they, they, like they have Indian in some of their names. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure I'm calling people the correct thing. I'm not trying to insult. So I just like, I don't know. It's good that That's you're asking that us came what the correct well. Word is. I read a book, hmm. and it was written by a Native author called The Only Good Indians. It was really good. Everybody should go read it. But that got me thinking. I was like, what is the correct term in 2022? So all of our Native listeners, please let please let me know so I don't insult someone. I really need the help.
4: Well, according to our midterm elections, it is Native American, considering that they wanted to build more racetracks.
1: She no, they w- wanted to Anna... let
4: you gamble at racetracks. Oh, and as in Wisconsin,
0: thought... they didn't get the the ballot propositions out there.
4: No, I, no, no I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm aware. I just, I just wanted to put it out that that uh, that we were voting for that.
3: Thank you. I love that we had this deep conversation
0: about
3: <laughs> race <laughs> on our podcast.
0: No one better to talk about I race just... than four white folk.
3: It Um, was just because I was watching this short and I was
1: like, this is, this is not aging well. Hey, I have some Native American heritage, so I can just take over from here. Thank you, (laughs) Queen.
0: Uh, Um, But Alex, Lauren, you had thoughts about the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't.
4: Yeah, okay, first off, uh, Jeremy, he's a race trainer um oh, species, species, traitor. Species, wait, wait. species 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 traitor, sorry uh he's he's like the kids the kids are like let's go hunting let's play hunting and then jeremy's like i'm gonna help these people who are gonna grow up and try to kill my own
0: yeah so who's squirrel
3: hunting did they explicitly say squirrel hunting? they said
4: hunting they, oh, they well, said they were they playing the Hunter.
3: children Little boys would definitely kill a squirrel. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> and then back. Jeremy's
4: like and then when Jeremy leaves them all alone, he's like, Why don't you go play hunter with all my woodland friends? And they're like, Okay, yeah, that's a good fun idea.
3: Dang. What are their names? What's the what are their names, the little boys? Peter?
4: Their uh, names I know
3: that
0: the, are, are
4: uh, One of the- little bear? Yeah. Yes. I knew
3: Little Bear because every time he said his name or somebody said his name, Gage went, I got your toothpaste from the Little Bear's
1: toothpaste commercials. Uh,
0: The
1: other one was supposed to be James Cook's son, which I only caught midway through.
0: Jimmy Cook, maybe? Maybe. Uh, Yeah, and James Cook's son is voiced by June Foray.
1: I knew it. I said, That is voiced by a woman. Yeah, so not to get too into the historical inaccuracies of the Thanksgiving, that almost wasn't. I don't
0: know what you're talking about.
1: Um, What do you mean inaccuracies? I just had a problem with just about everything. (laughs) Um, And then I remembered we were watching a 1972 holiday special, which if you are into holiday specials, you know that the 1970s and 1980s were really a golden age in that they were simplistic, they were reductive, uh, they got pretty much nothing right, but they're kind of a fun watch in terms of the old school animation and the, the heartwarming sentiment of the first Thanksgiving. However, I did have some questions as to how um, the Native American tribe and these pilgrims, why do they all speak with the same accent They all speak Mm -hmm. perfect English. Um, Mm -hmm. No cultural differences are addressed, and I'm just—of course not. I was expecting a little more research from Hanna-Barbera.
3: I would like to pause and say that I found, according to AmericanIndian.si.edu, this is through the (laughs) Smithsonian. This is through the Smithsonian. The proper terms. Generally, Native American is widely used, but American Indian or Indigenous American are preferred by a lot of people. However, certain phrases are outdated and perpetuate stereotypes. I think you guys can figure out what those are without me having to say them. Thank you.
1: Thank you for that. I just was
3: doing the research, you know. I just wanted to follow up
1: and you have officially done more research than anyone on the crew of the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't done. Yeah. I mean it is 2022 not 1970 <laughs> something
3: anymore. So the
0: the the special was written by Ken Spears and Joe Ruby and I am honestly oh. shocked that uh Ken Spears the executive producer of Chuck Norris Karate Commander <laughs> didn't do his
3: Lord. research. And I would like to also just say they couldn't have brought in a better songwriter.
0: To play the song <laughs> yeah. twice?
4: The, I, thought, I thought they the played scene. it three times. Yeah. I, thought we had like three. I was like,
1: did they run out of money? They reused some animation. There was just like the same sequence was replayed halfway through. The
4: Native American the man scene. picked up a full picked cake. Picked up
1: the cake. <laughs> Which I learned, interestingly enough was used throughout Hanna-Barbera animation. That was a specific thing that they used. It's called oh. Cut cut a Slice, Take the Rest. And they <laughs> reused that animation throughout multiple things. What a clever thing. <laughs> I
3: personally loved um, the dancing scene. It made me uncomfortable.
0: What, the, oh. the weird... Leg kick, <laughs> heel touch <laughs> thing that they were doing back and forth for yes! like twenty seconds. It
1: felt, it felt racist,
3: and it also just felt. I laughed because I could. If I didn't laugh, I would have cried every time it came on screen. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> we we also had um, a very big laugh. After the first play of the Stealing the Cake song or whatever. Cut a slice, (laughs) take take the rest. Take the rest. Uh, When it just goes straight into the little girl getting pushed on the swing and she's going,
3: (laughs) Whee! The faces. I should have filmed Gage is sitting. Oh, Gage is my fiance, for the record, Lauren. (laughs) He was sitting on the couch and I wish I had filmed his faces because... Neither one of us knew there was going to be that song right off the bat. And so (laughs) we just were both too stunned to speak. We were too stunned to speak. And when it went straight into the wheeze, he was playing Pokemon and he whipped his head around. (laughs) It was great. I loved it.
0: Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts about the sequence of the boys playing Hunter in the woods while having a good relationship with the animals that they're play hunting?
1: Oh, we had a lot of thoughts about that. Yeah,
0: we were... were... Alex, why
4: don't you go first, Alex? (laughs) It's, um, you know, it's, it it was uncomfortable. It made me feel (laughs) bad for the animals (laughs) that they're being forced to play dead in what is probably, you know, very, like, I'm sure some of them probably have PTSD. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe Bambi was there. <laughs>
0: Bambi was know. dead at this point. What? Wait, oh no, that's his mom. Bambi died? Oh, mine. <laughs> mine.
4: Yeah. You haven't seen Bambi Bambi's too? Alive and
3: well, don't worry.
4: Uh, yeah, no, that was... Um, Jeremy Squirrel should be um, arrested and hung for his crime <laughs> against animals.
3: I can't get over... The scene and the like after the first song when it gets to the family and Janie and Jimmy are sitting down with mom and dad and they all start to pray. And the little baby squirrel turns to his dad and starts asking about Thanksgiving, and he just knows for some reason it felt Mm -hmm. off putting to me that he just knew it all.
0: His dad, who was dressed like Yogi Bear (laughs) and and George Jetson combined.
3: (laughs) Oh my god, I was living. Oh
0: my God! Also, the the voice actor of Jeremy Squirrel uh, mm-hmm. is Hal Smith, who plays Otis Campbell on the Andy Griffith Show.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: drunk, the town drunk.
1: I love that. So there's a lot more talent in this than you might expect.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with the finished product, you'd think there was no talent, but no, they really plenty of talent.
1: Steps. Am I correct? The reason in in oh, so thinking that. Did Spears and Ruby, didn't they create Scooby-Doo? Maybe. I'm fairly, I didn't I was look thinking, into
0: that. Yes, they did.
1: They did. So, so, you know, I guess, you know, you can't win them all. Yeah, they must have burned out all the
3: ideas on <laughs> Scooby. They will. then they
4: said, Wait, well. They were, they, I mean, it worked with a talking dog. They were like, run out a talking squirrel.
3: Because Scooby's charming.
4: <laughs> Scooby <laughs> would not sell out his friends
3: no he well he sold out other dogs sort of right what what uh,
1: no i don't know i i never mind
3: is, is, it is scooby a species
4: traitor
1: i don't know
3: the scrappy is i, I yes. did have
1: a few questions about the world building because <laughs> i wasn't quite getting why certain animals could talk in this world and others couldn't
0: it's like the it's the pluto problem that Disney has. Mm, why can right. why can Goofy talk but Pluto can't? Why is Pluto the pet but Goofy is a a full recognized member of society? I think it's the lobotomies.
1: I was
3: going to say
0: there's <laughs> wow. there's something
1: here. There's a message in
3: here somewhere. I Ch- think Pluto was manipulated or not manipulated um abused. Uh
0: look up the story of um what's her name? Ethel Kennedy? It's one of the, Can- the Kennedy sisters who was lobotomized and then kept in a Wisconsin um, institution for 40 years and never visited oh, by her family.
3: Fuck? No, I'm not looking that up. I'm trying to have a good night, Dan.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kennedy family history is in your myself. bag. Um,
3: not until the part where one of them, I think, dated Taylor Swift, right? No. Yeah, nope, she nope. did it again. Well, right. Sort of. I think yes, because he's also a Schwarzenegger, right?
0: Maybe. Wait. There are a lot of them.
3: The intermingling of our upper class is just too much for me. Anyway, why,
4: why didn't Jeremy? Why didn't Jeremy give any of his Thanksgiving food to the other animals for helping him out?
3: Fuck the other animals, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a
4: power play for Jeremy.
3: Literally, he wants to be the king of the forest, but he's a squirrel, so he thinks he's got to start... From lower down, you know what I mean. So, so he's
4: he's he's teaching the kids to hunt the other animals, while they should love the squirrels.
3: Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's right. Shoot the rabbits. It's fine. <laughs> Shoot
4: also, the rabbits, George. Also, going back to the whole animal sequence, because uh, you know the the kids are being hunted by a wolf, the only animal that hasn't fallen to Jeremy's uh, convincing that the humans Hypnotic are good trap. Yeah.
3: So what I'm hearing here is that the wolf was killed because he was rebelling. Yes. Are we being taught to... Uh, mm-hmm. Is this reform? an
4: anti-John Brown text? Whoa. <laughs> I, would, I would like to say that in, in the, the animal posse that the kids were playing with, there was a full bear. Yeah And the bear <laughs> ran away from the wolf. And I was like, a bear would beat a wolf 10 out of 10 times.
3: Absolutely. Bears are terrifying, except for their ears. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for that snap. I was closing my water bottle. I thought
0: that was the exclamation mark on your sentence. It was. <laughs> um, do y'all have any more thoughts on this before we get to the next special?
3: Um, I feel like, you know, I don't know if this came out before or after Scooby-Doo was a thing. After. Part of me. I want to give you the list of, me, of,
0: sorry to cut you off. I want to give you the list of the things either. that they worked on. Please uh, go ahead. So they created Scooby-Doo. And then immediately afterwards, the two of them wrote an episode of help. It's the hair bear bunch.
4: <laughs> is that based off the Beatles? Like they they help. did like a Beatles bear thing. Help! It is animated series centering
0: on three bears who live at the zoo. Do they have every now and then like they try to the sneak out of the zoo? They are not Beatles. They all have regular, professional, presentable haircuts.
4: That why are they called the Hair Bear Club or whatever? I feel like the they Hair should Bear have bunch. Yeah, I feel like they should have like interesting hairstyles.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured one with really long hair and it made me laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: They then
0: wrote seventeen uh, episodes of the Funky Phantom.
4: Okay, Does so so the funky so far, the only thing they've done worth noting is Scooby Doo. <laughs> and then they, and I they mean, peaked. They peaked I on peaks. their first one.
3: <laughs> I think that's the problem. They were out of steam.
0: They then made Scooby Doo Meets Batman.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes. Go back to what you know. The first special, uh, they created the show The Hound Cats.
4: Okay, so they a took crack another team. dip.
0: Another It's an animated Mission Impossible uh, takeoff using animals.
3: Wait, what was the name of that phantom one again?
0: The Funky Phantom.
3: Funky, thank you. I couldn't remember what word it was.
0: They then made a show called The Barkleys.
3: Is it about dogs?
0: A cartoon starring dogs similar to All in the Family. (laughs) (laughs) So was there a
4: racist dog?
3: Okay. Pause for a second. The Funky Phantom squad is literally just Scooby-Doo, but instead of a Great Dane, they have a bulldog. (laughs) (laughs) And they have a companion who's like, his name's Mudsy, the Funky Phantom, and he's literally a part of their team, and he is like a colonial era ghost.
0: I love that.
3: Wow. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to touch base. Oh, and he has a cat partner. That lives on his hat.
0: And in the same year they made the Barclays, they made the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't and A Christmas Story. Oh,
4: not the Christmas story?
0: Um, no, because it's about a dog and a mouse.
4: Man, they is really it about they love a their animals.
0: Uh I can't tell. It's like a hound dog. It's got big ears.
3: Okay, uh, then it's not the dog from the Funky phantom. Did they no, make it's
4: they they? Is the only thing that they made not Talking Animal-centric, the Chuck Norris thing?
0: Uh, No, they made Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. Well, okay, that
4: has dinosaurs. Doesn't count.
0: They made Rumpelstiltskin in 1995. He could be considered an
4: animal. In
0: some some circles.
3: (laughs) I would like everyone to know um, that... The Funky Phantom Bunch drives around in a dune buggy called the Looney Dooney, and it's got an American snake on it.
0: <laughs> and this is different than Dune Buggy, which was a show at the same time, too.
3: And this is different from Scooby-Doo How? I don't There's know. There's a man wearing... Oh, wait, that's a screen grab from Scooby-Doo. Never mind. Never mind.
0: <laughs> These characters look so much like Scooby-Doo. Why? There's Fred. And... Oh, wait, that's Scooby-Doo. Um, Let's... <laughs> We're we're two in the weeds. Let's go to the next special. Um The next special the Emmy nominated Garfield's Thanksgiving.
3: Iconic. This one I actually found myself enjoying. And I also felt sad for what's his name? John.
4: Felt yeah. sad for him. He's a manipulator.
3: Oh, oh. Yeah John. Jesus Christ, Alex, <laughs> John's kind <laughs> of the worst.
4: Hot takes.
3: Hot Okay, you. Well, he was manipulating Liz for sure, but he's kind of pathetic. He
0: is a a misguided "Where's my hug?" guy.
3: Oh. He's a. He, I had an allergic reaction to that statement. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, when you try to ask out a woman in her place of work five mm-hmm. five plus times, and then resort to trying to suffocate yourself until she says yes. I don't have much sympathy for you.
3: You mean that's not how you asked out, Lauren? Because that's how Gage asked me out. <laughs>
0: I will. Uh, to, to play John's advocate, she did no. tell him to hold his breath.
1: I kind of loved Liz. She's a bad bitch. I liked Liz too. I, yeah. I think like she if knows. John wasn't so milk toast, like maybe he would have a chance. I'm not a John fan in general. I don't. That's fair.
0: I don't understand the. the just I don't calling somebody milk toast is like calling somebody vanilla milk and toast are both delicious
1: false <laughs> that's a fair point but they're but they're both very basic there's nothing mm-hmm. much there's no flavor
0: that's fair mm-hmm. there's no spice um, so Garfield's Thanksgiving written by Jim Davis who created Garfield um they probably aired- the big guns. The the special takes place during the timeline of the second season of Garfield and Friends, in case uh, anybody is worried about that.
4: Oh, good. So it is canon to Garfield. It is canon,
0: yes. Thank God. Uh, directed by Phil Roman, who also directed or was involved with a number of other specials, like How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, Spe- a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. A Sorry. bunch of Charlie Brown specials.
4: Just, just need to take it aside here to something that is not... Anything related to what we're talking about, but kind of. Mm-hmm. Um did you guys know when we were looking for Halloween specials, Lauren and I found well no, Lauren found a special called Halloween is Grinch Night. And um what? It doesn't take place on Halloween. Um the Grinch only really comes out when the air it smells sweet and sour. And when he and when he comes out, he says, it's a wonderful night for eyebrows, and then his eyebrows do a little dance.
1: It, like, they he leave his face mode. and dance. I think, uh, next Halloween, I think you might need to dedicate an episode to it. I am 100% behind that.
4: It does give Nazi imagery.
1: A little oh. bit. For oh. sure. Uh, which, which I
4: wasn't interested. <laughs> <but now>. <laughs> <laughs> the eyebrows uh, attack people, Dan.
0: Okay, you hooked me. Um
3: <laughs> A little
0: nervous. Last thing about Phil Roman before we get back into Garfield. Uh, his company, Phil Roman Entertainment, produced the animated special Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh. Which, classic.
4: Which we all know that it was Grandpa who killed Grandma and not Santa. <laughs>
0: Correct. Um, the... I have a... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I won't. Because I think you were going to answer won't. my question, Dan. What's your question?
3: I have a really dumb question. Mm-hmm voices, Garfield.
0: Uh, Lorenzo Music.
1: He sounds like Bill Murray. I was fooled.
3: <laughs>
0: he,
1: do- he does sound like Bill Murray. I agree. The- yes, thank you. The whole time I was like, are we sure Bill
3: Murray hasn't been doing this all along? Because I feel like they made a big deal out of it when he voiced <laughs> him in the movies.
0: Do you know the story of how Bill Murray signed on? I love this. I, I was going to mention it. I
4: don't.
0: So he... His agent came to him and said, hey, they're making a Garfield movie. They want you to be the voice of Garfield. Naturally. Um. His name is escaping me right now. Uh, Joel Murray. Cohen oh. <laughs> is writing and directing the movie.
4: I thought it was eat, Eaton Cohen.
0: One of the two. Um. And Bill Murray hearing that was like, oh, great, I get to work with the Coen brothers. They're making a oh. Garfield movie. The Coen brothers, like, oh, brother, where art thou? Fargo, those Coen, Big Lebowski. Um, he's like, oh, great, I I'll I think sign I'm getting on. them
3: confused with someone.
0: Who are you confusing them with?
3: Who are the ones who are now transgender, who are now women? The Wachowskis. Yeah, all these siblings, they get me confused. <laughs>
0: Uh, so Bill Murray signs on, and then production starts, and he goes to a meeting, and he sees that he is not with either of the Cohen brothers. He is with a similarly named writer and director, whose name is either Joel or Ethan. I think
1: it's. I think that's who you're thinking e- of. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Ethan yeah. Cohen, and his reaction is basically, "Oh fuck!" Oh, no.
4: <laughs> but then the money started talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean. (laughs) Um, but the Garfield in this is voiced by Lorenzo Music, who co-created the Bob Newhart
4: show.
1: Oh, oh. So once again, we're just overflowing with talent.
4: Yes. This time some of the talent peaks its peaks its head a little bit. Just a bit. Um and it originally aired on
0: November twenty second, nineteen eighty-nine. Goodyear. On CBS, and as we said, nominated for Outstanding Animated Program at the 42nd
4: Emmy Awards. Which the Emmys love Garfield. I've done extensive research. They have given the Emmy to Garfield specials. Like... All the time. Didn't the Halloween
1: out? one we watched this year? I believe that one.
4: Yeah, we watched the Halloween one that honestly I thought was worse than this one. Yeah,
1: the, the Thanksgiving one was an improvement. You should watch the Halloween one first because the Thanksgiving one was a lot better
0: after watching that. I don't think that's possible mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I, I think that genie's out of the bottle. Um, the v- granny... And the special is voiced by Pat Carroll, who is the voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid.
4: I thought it was going to be Phyllis Diller. What?
0: It sounds (laughs) like Phyllis Diller.
1: It does. Yeah.
4: I was like, I I was waiting for the credits and I was like, oh, Phyllis Diller, show me the name. Then I saw Pat Carroll and I was like, well, I was wrong. And that was the end of that.
1: Grandma was my favorite part of the special,
3: to be honest. Yeah. Grandma was absolutely slaying it.
4: I mean, Krama is favorite. our favorite part of life, I would say. Fair. My favorite part had
0: to be the talking scale.
3: Yes. Was, oh, straight some, up insulting. Some... <laughs> I felt seen during that. I, I felt attacked and I felt seen. <laughs> and I... It also felt like Taylor Swift recently watched this before she made her music. Um, Anna, <laughs>
1: Anna, we made that reference. We were like, this would be totally yes. scrapped today because yes. they would just have to edit it out. But I will say I'm mm-hmm. glad it's in there because I was never expecting Citizen Kane references to be dropped in the Thanksgiving Garfield special. So right. that I mean laughing. we could
4: all I, I think we can all agree Garfield's Thanksgiving is the Citizen Kane of Garfield media.
1: I would agree. Please,
4: <laughs> maybe
0: maybe. Um, it's up there.
1: I do want to call attention to John's Thanksgiving dinner because that honestly made me like John even less. The fact the one that he made or the one that his grandma made. The one that he made because yeah. they act like it's ruined because he doesn't know how to cook. However, mm-hmm. I want to point out all he was making was a turkey and vegetables. <laughs> and if I got no, invited to potatoes? Thanksgiving and someone made turkey and vegetables, I'd be pissed.
3: I'd feel like they were trying to insult me. I and he didn't even season the vegetables. And then Garfield goes Oh, let me put some garlic on here and ruin
1: these. I'm like, nah, King, you saved the dish. <laughs> uh, also, I don't know about you, but I don't know if any of you had a first date with your significant others on Thanksgiving. But I'm I'm not necessarily trying to go on a first date on a major holiday with someone. No. Like, does she not have family? Does Liz not have friends, family, any any relations that she'd like to have Thanksgiving yeah. dinner with instead? That bothered me. I agree me. with you. I
3: agree with you. Actually, this is the first time I'm ever going to a significant other's Thanksgiving this year, so. And
1: you're engaged. It's not a first date yeah. situation. No, I mean,
3: might as well. Not kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: like, I just the lead up of events is like it's probably the least romantic place to ask someone on a date. Your your fat cat being told that he needs to go on a diet is like, hey, baby, you want to come over for some turkey? <laughs> that my cat and That's not
3: help but I, I'll feed you, I guess, too. <laughs> not sexy, very clunky. And very
4: then it's shy. like, ah, you say no? Well, I'm going to suffocate myself.
3: You're right. Now, the more I think about it, the more uh, this would not that behavior would have him doxed from every dating app
4: mm-hmm. that would that would have him having to go to another vet
0: you're right you're right i want to point out when john doesn't know how to make the turkey A, it is still frozen the day of thanksgiving <laughs> um john he instead of cooking minimum. it at 325 he cooks it at 500 degrees cuz that'll work um puts no stuffing gets told to rub the skin with butter uh he rubs his own skin with butter <laughs> and then he throws all the vegetables in a pile of water on the stove
4: real amelia bedelia moment there yeah.
0: god um i from the thing the three that we watched i genuinely enjoyed this special yeah i thought it was Funny, lighthearted, very, very much like the other pieces of Garfield media that I have consumed. And trust me, I have consumed plenty. I checked (laughs) out every episode of Garfield and Friends from the library when I was a kid. Um, Mm. I single-handedly kept those in circulation. (laughs) Um, And it fit right in. And I think I, it's so stupid also. In the best way possible. Like, everything that happens is so what a five-year-old thinks would happen, both in the plot and also like, oh, no, I've written myself into a corner. Grandma's coming. <laughs> sure. Why also, not?
4: Does grandma not have? It's like this town. Where's
1: grandma's family and
0: friends? Where's grandma's Why was family? she not
4: invited?
3: <laughs> grandma said, hold on, Shirley. My grandson needs me. And she ditched her friends, ran over to John's house. Yes. It's the only thing that makes sense to maybe,
4: me. Maybe John is just such an awful person to be around that he wasn't invited <laughs> to, like, the family Thanksgiving where Grandma is.
0: Oh, oh wow. Grandma's the
1: only one who still cares about him. He didn't even call his own mother conspiracy.
0: <laughs> I believe it.
1: I will say, Dan, I have to agree with you. I think it was, it was the most watchable of all of them. Mm-hmm. And... It is hard to find a 70s or 80s Thanksgiving special that is not racist. And so they just steered (laughs) clear of any of that material, which props to them. And another thing you'll find with watching a lot of holiday specials is a lot of times they don't actually focus all too much on the holiday that they reference.
0: No, most are love stories.
1: Most are love stories. So, or just bizarre things where people's eyebrows come off and attack other people. So... God, that's terrifying. <laughs> you hate to see it happen, but it does.
4: Although, I mean, there wasn't any racism, but there was, like, incel moments.
1: The, there were a couple incel moments,
3: I'd say sure. incel the 80s. over racism It's
1: just the 80s, today. man. It's just <laughs> the 80s. But I, I, I think it was definitely the most
0: watchable of the three.
4: Okay, I, okay, I, I have... I want to, I want to posit a question to everybody. Okay. Say, mm-hmm. say someone came up to you while you were at work okay. and was like, okay. I... I'd be like,
0: how did you get in my apartment? But continue. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> they, they come up to you and they ask you on a date multiple times mm-hmm. and then they hold their breath and you feel sorry for them. So you say yes. And then they say, oh, our date's going to be on Thanksgiving. And somehow you still say, okay. Yeah. And then you go to their house and they talk about the history of Thanksgiving for mm-hmm. hours on end while you mm-hmm. don't see them go into the kitchen. And then all of a sudden a full meal has been prepared. Would you go on a second date with them after that?
3: I would know they were lying. I'd be like, <laughs> tell me the truth about who made this food. And I'll go on another date with you.
4: <laughs> oh, so so if you get, if you get that answer, you're like, yes.
1: Well, you can you can tell mm-hmm. it's a product of its time because that would have been a big mystery back then. Today, if that happened, I'd be like, okay, so you, like, door dashed it and, like, got it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's you true. Know? So.
0: Um, if that happened to me, the moment they got into the incredibly dry 45-minute-plus depiction of the history of Thanksgiving, my pants would have been off. Damn, <laughs> yeah, that's because you're
3: so horny for history. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's why he was buttons. just so turned off by the Thanksgiving. That almost wasn't. It? it was just yeah, so historically yeah. inaccurate.
1: <laughs> Personally, Ugh. I would have uh, unpopular opinion here, but when someone came into my place of work and held their breath until I said yes uh, to going on a date with them, I think I would have just moved cities and changed names. Like That is, <laughs> that is <laughs> the red fair. flag to end all red
0: flags. Uh, anything else to add before we move on to, uh, the last and biggest special that we watched.
1: Yes, I do have one thing to add, actually, just in case anyone is interested. If we have any educators in the room, I while doing some research on this special, I found on a website where you can purchase teaching materials. There are multiple worksheets for Garfield's Thanksgiving that you can purchase. Um, okay, I love that. And so I have I have a few questions on on how this is educational, but there's multiple comprehension and quiz. There's quizzes, there's everything. So, um, this is being used as a teaching tool just so we, yeah, everyone knows.
0: As it should be. You get good life lessons from it. You get a, a, an in-depth history of Thanksgiving. Sure. The kids are going to love. Um, you get a a lesson on how to properly handle yourself in a workplace, Mm -hmm. as we mentioned earlier. Um, you get positive body image. <laughs> <laughs> and you get film history.
1: So Japan's This covers
0: a, like a, a day's areas. worth of teaching.
1: And some critical Lord. problem-solving skills, which is in the end just call grandma. Amen. That, yeah, Always call grandma.
4: So there will be a test at the end of this podcast.
1: <laughs> Great. I love it.
3: Um,
4: also, I'd like to add... How is Garfield healthy when all he eats is lasagna? Thank you. The I end. mean,
3: the doctor said it straight out. He needs to lose a few pounds because all he's eating is lasagna. But then
4: at the end, she's like, well, Garfield, you are healthy. And this diet is hard for you after a day. <laughs> <So>.
3: I mean, <laughs> Garfield should not be forced to do something he doesn't want to do. I don't know. I mean who can't, you can't relate anyone. to
1: that? At the end of day one of any diet, we've all wanted yeah. to be like, ugh. I can't it's Amen. just too hard. Maybe
4: if John didn't feed Garfield table scraps, he'd be okay. <laughs>
1: See, it's come full circle. Everything <laughs> is John's fault. No one likes John.
3: No
4: right. one likes John. He,
3: he shouldn't be feeding him. He should be checking what foods are healthy for cats when <laughs> he starts giving him all lasagna willing. Half a lettuce leaf doesn't even seem like it's healthy for a cat. <laughs>
0: Um, To defend Garfield, he doesn't only eat lasagna. That's just his
4: favorite. He eats anything, so long as it has no nutritional value.
1: And he requested pancakes in this special. Yes.
4: And John just buckles under... That's why his name's John Arbuckle. He's always buckling under the pressure of Garfield.
1: (laughs) Not the pressure. We personally really related to the opening of this special because... Uh, Garfield tells John that he needs him to wake up and make him an enormous breakfast before, Mm -hmm. and then he can go back to bed. And that is a experience Alex has every day at my house because (laughs) one of my dogs, um, jumps on top of him, literally uses both paws to scratch his face and then will lick him until he gets up and feeds her breakfast. And then when he goes back to bed after that, she scratches at the door until he lets her back in. So... I love that. That's crazy.
0: That's what Anna does to me. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on to the last uh, special's the right word. (laughs) Jim Henson's Turkey Hollow. Lord. A lifetime original movie that aired November 21st, 2015.
1: Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I have something to add before we judge it too harshly. I just want you all to know. I don't know if this came mm-hmm. up in anyone else's research, but just so we know what they went through to make this piece of entertainment for us, uh, mm-hmm. I read that the puppeteers um, had to be buried during filming okay. in the woods because to get the proper effect of the puppets being, you know, autonomous, basically not puppets, uh, throughout mm-hmm. filming in the woods. They had to bury the puppeteers in a ditch that they dug for them and then cover them with dirt and cloth and then planks. So they could not
3: that. see them cool.
1: for up to 45 minutes at a time.
0: So, oh, I thought you were going to say like four days at a time. And I was like, Jesus.
3: <laughs> so, the way I would have had a panic attack.
1: So that's what they sacrificed for us.
0: <laughs> they, Thank
2: you.
4: They really believed in, brave in, in, men and women. In, the, in the entertainment they were making. They said, <laughs> yeah, Thwump, or whatever his name was, Thwing. Zorp. Zorp is going to be just the next hot Muppet. Everyone's going to love it. Oh.
3: Imagine allowing yourself to be buried for the craft, and then when you come out of your hole, this is what you say. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Can you imagine being... Let's say they forgot about the puppeteers in one scene, and they're still buried under the (gasps) hole, screaming for help. And all they can hear is Mary Steenburgen just hitting a rock with a stick.
3: (laughs) my god, my nightmare.
4: Do
0: you think that when they were buried underground, they stayed in character? So if you were left underground, somebody just kept yelling squonk until they were
3: pulled up? (laughs) Yes, I think so.
4: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's like it's like what people say, like when you when people What do people say, Alex? Well, well, when when actors say like, "Oh, I met Kermit the Frog." They like feel like they're actually talking to Kermit, not like a puppeteer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, "Oh, Mary Steenburgen's like yeah, like I was talking to Thwarp or Zip or whatever the They've are. actually
1: never broken character since. They just got so into it. That, that just...
3: <laughs> I did see a video of somebody who worked for like the Disney College program and they were like, "Oh, Kermit came to our concert." And like Kermit did walk in. <laughs> but so did the puppeteer. And I was like everybody's going, "Kermit, oh my god, Kermit." And I'm like, "I wonder what it would be like, you know, just would I be able to not focus on the puppeteer because i'm a little, <laughs> this is, this is know. why we have to bury them in dirt and and wooden planks you're right amen
0: uh so turkey hollow is based on a story by jerry jewel called the musical mm-hmm. monsters of turkey hollow which was originally written in 1968 mm. as one of jim henson's proposed specials that they were making um and oh, so that, so they
4: just went to the backlog and was like, eh, what can we put together?
0: Yeah, and okay. they had put together in their original production and puppet designs created for some of them um, that were built and still exist in the archives of the Jim Henson Company. Oh, so they um, didn't
4: even have to pay money to make these. Th- they had to refurbish them. Oh.
1: They were from the 60s. Wow.
4: Yeah. But, but still, it's not like they had, like, it's not like you can say like, oh, the t- whole budget went to making the puppets
1: because that's what we thought at first mm-hmm. that like, mm-hmm. oh, they just blew blew all the money on the on the puppets, and, and that's and why Mary. everything else turned out what it
0: as it turned no, out. they blew all the money on ludicrous <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, amen. do you think do you think Ludicrous's friends give him shit every day for wearing a cardigan? <laughs>
3: I think he, I think they do, but then he goes, "Oh, that's so funny." He pretends to wipe his tears away with like a hundred dollars.
4: <laughs> See, I don't think he made that. I think that's all he made off that movie was a hundred dollars. He worked. No, but
3: I mean in general,
4: like my boy,
3: he's wealthy enough. W- whatever you know, anyone for made charity work.
1: <laughs> whatever anyone made on this movie was not enough. We actually paused midway through to look at Mary Steenbergen's net worth, and I was like, if it's anything under four million then fine i accept mm-hmm. it turns out she and ted anson have a combined net worth of 80 million so this is just inexcusable mm. to me
0: <laughs> um so turkey hollow directed by kirk r thatcher who
3: what a name
0: is also the picture of uncle ned um Starring Mary Steenburgen, Jay Harrington, who started Better Off Ted on ABC, and now he's in SWAT. Um, so, love me some network TV. Genevieve <laughs> Buchner's Large Hands, Graham Vashir, Ludacris, um, with music by Mick Giacchino. Do you know who Mick Giacchino is? No, is it
1: I, Michael Giacchino under a stage name? It's I Michael did Giacchino's
4: research.
1: son. Just son. Okay, I tried to figure it out and I couldn't.
4: How old would his? Son, I feel like Michael Giacchino is like pretty young.
1: No, he's like he's like our parents' age. Oh, really? I think so. A uh.
4: little younger. But like in 2015, wouldn't his son be like, like 15?
0: Mick That's kind of what it felt like. <laughs> Michael Giacchino is 55. Um, and outside of this, he has worked as a composer for, uh, Zootopia Plus.
4: Mm -hmm. Ooh, big one.
0: And I cannot figure out how old he is.
3: But I noticed- He's a nepotism baby, age doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) Michael himself worked on this movie.
0: Yes, he was the producer of the soundtrack.
1: Right, right. Which again, can't win them all.
0: You're gonna be shocked to find this out. Mick Giacchino's does not have a LinkedIn that I can figure out his age from.
3: Wow, unfortunately, unfortunate.
4: Well, that he doesn't um, need a LinkedIn. He gets all of his work from his dad.
0: Yeah, there you go, nepotism. Uh, so, yeah, Turkey Hollow. It's um, Alex. You owe me three dollars. <laughs>
4: Hey, I paid to watch this. Yeah, it's that's three dollars to to the Henson Company. It's that's all going to Ludacris. It's all going to Ludacris.
0: <laughs>
4: they're, they're, they're still have, paying him. <laughs> he he took a back end deal.
1: Honestly, I think this movie was decent. If you kind of went like if you watched it as a horror movie, I think it was kind of decent. Oh, oh. <laughs> and that's why. We had to bake cookies while viewing. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I got jump scared every time Ludacris came on screen because I had totally forgotten he was part of it.
0: Do you That's fair
1: or
4: ludicrous? There's there's one aside with Ludacris where one of the the monsters, the hoodoos, mm-hmm. uh come up like they kind of kinda of like rushes Ludacris. Do you think the first time that happened they didn't tell Ludacris that was gonna happen? <laughs> and he just like took a nice swing at the puppet?
0: Alex, you're assuming they did more than one take of each. <laughs> <laughs> they had him for two hours.
3: Ludacris was like, "Please, let's hurry this up. I got places to be, and I don't want to be seen here."
0: I get. I gotta get there fast.
1: I would. I would pay.
0: And furious money. Yeah. I was gonna
3: say
1: that. I would pay money to see his contract for this role. I feel like there was some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like he lost a bet.
0: him and Um, and Vin Diesel
4: had a bet yeah
0: the plot of Turkey Hollow is a newly divorced dad his technology addicted bitch
4: daughter and his (laughs) (laughs) wait can before we go on can we say can I say what one of my favorite lines is in this
1: oh yeah Alex and I have been quoting this all week Please. Please. It was
4: it was something like, uh, at least. Oh, th- I, I remember. remember it was like
1: it. I can't remember the kid's name, but it was like, at least when Jennifer's parents got divorced, they had the decency to spoil her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> iconic. Um.
0: So those two and his stupid twelve-year-old son is way too excited about the hoodoo go to Turkey Hollow, the turkey capital of the Pacific Northwest uh, to meet with his eccentric Aunt Cly, Mary Steenburgen. Mm. um, And they go on a quest to search for the Howling Hoodoo, a ten-foot monster that is a legend to the citizens of Turkey Hollow. Um, While they're there, they accidentally let loose a bunch of turkeys from the neighbor who wants to demolish the farm.
4: They... This and so it was, it the, was the, the idiot was, boy. The idiot boy <laughs> who got off scot-free for letting $10,000 worth of turkeys go.
0: Hey, but he's, do you like see how genuine his apology me. was?
3: He <laughs> was so sad. Sadness means nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. $10,000 um, later.
0: While they are attempting to find the turkeys that they lost... Uh, they run into these creatures that live in the forest named Squonk, Zorp, Burble, and Thring. And they try to use them to save Aunt Cly's not farm. She's it's QAnon. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Absolutely follow. I know she doesn't have technology, but like the the... Everyone who was like the they call her a socialist. They're like, oh look at how far left this woman is, look at how kooky she is. Everyone that was on the like crystal end of that, they're all buying into the like drinking blood of children thing.
3: <laughs> Ew. Oh god, pizza gate or whatever.
0: Yeah.
4: Do you think um Lauren brought up a good point. Do you think uh Mary Steenbergen did this so she could voice her own views? Like do you think this was just
1: That's my theory <laughs> Because she she seemed a little passionate about pushing some of this, like, some of the moments where she was talking about, like, oh, it's toxic, they're putting chemicals in your food. I (laughs) I don't think there was a script there. I think she was just, I think that was just her genuine
0: views. Maybe. I don't know enough about her views.
1: I don't either. It just felt, it felt like, and not that they're wrong. We can all agree, like, we don't want chemicals in things we eat, but... She just seemed a little too straightforward. It seemed like an educational thing that she Mm. thought she was doing. I think that's why she prepared.
0: I'm gonna Mm. I'm gonna push back on the we can all agree. There's (laughs) nothing better than I want in my food than uh, some good old PCBs. That that's fair, Dan. I respect that. I want my insides to be nonstick. (laughs) 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 Um yeah, so, Anna, what are your thoughts on Turkey Hollow?
3: It was scary. Um, it was scary. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I, It's hard for me to roast too deeply on a uh, Jim Henson film, but I think if I'd watched this any younger than I am right now, I would have been scarred for
1: life.
4: Okay. Uh, we did we did have a jump scare.
1: Yes. Other than ludicrous. Other than
4: ludicrous. <laughs>
1: Other than ludicrous. Um would
4: you would you like to say the jump scare?
1: Well sure. This is why I said I think it's actually quite decent if you watch it as a as a horror film, if you kinda think about that going in. Change that mindset. Um it turned very dark very quickly with like, we're gonna what was it, zap the kids or whatever? We're gonna electrocute yes. the children. Yeah. Um, Scary. See? Definitely a jump scare when all of a sudden when the when the bad guys, the henchmen, trap the two children in the barn. Um, like best the garage, part of the movie. Best part Damn. of the movie. And <laughs> I was
0: hoping they die.
1: And the girl <laughs> The girl has the allergic reaction to feathers. When they yes. cut to that. her I think it might have been the makeup department, not quite doing their best job, but I think her eyes are supposed to be red and it looks like they're bleeding profusely. And so when they just cut to her, her skin is blue, her eyes are bleeding. I was like, whoa, Jim Henson. God. See, I just think,
3: Oh, oh, God, imagine being a child. Like, you're sitting down with kids, and you're
1: like, let's watch this Jim Henson film. Those are usually appropriate for children. Mm -hmm. And then this is what you see? I'm 26, (laughs) and I was a bit disturbed by it. I was thinking about that when we went to bed that night. This child Mm -hmm. bleeding from her eyes. Wasn't expecting that. Mm
2: -mm. I
0: think... I have no more thoughts on the... Child bleeding from her eyes. I think we, you you've covered that very well. Um, I loved it though. I <laughs> think that this is worse than most bad Disney Channel movies.
2: Whoa, yeah. that's I, big. Writing For quality,
0: Dan. production wise. Ludacris's green screen was worse than the green screen we used at projects in college.
3: Yeah, there could have been a little bit more effort put into that. I feel like they didn't even try.
4: He was glowing green. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty sure there was a part where like they really did a bad job keying out his like cardigan or something like that. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't it was Maybe
3: they added him late, and it was just too late. They're like, we gotta get this movie out, out the door. We don't have time to go in and make sure it looks clean.
4: Ludacris was not gonna go out into the middle of nowhere. He wasn't going to Turkey Hollow.
0: No, I think, honestly, what happened is they made the movie um, all as a straightforward It was supposed to be like a 90-minute lifetime movie. Jim Henson. Ha ha ha. Wonderful. Blah blah blah. Um, And then they assembled a cut of it and they watched it and they're like we need to add in someone or something to make this thing remotely watchable." <laughs> <laughs> because this is horrendous. <laughs> and I assume Mick Giacchino called up his good friend Ludacris because they're both <laughs> musicians and he was BFX. like Lifetime will give you a million dollars to work for one day. <laughs> will said, you do it. this? That's it. That's all he needed.
1: The head of Lifetime will sacrifice their firstborn if you do this for you. <laughs> My
0: God. It was just, like, shocking. Because the the talent involved in this, um, at least the adult talent, they're all accomplished. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Actors. it's a lot of big names like people. I I Anna Otto, unknower of any actor, recognize.
4: <laughs> yeah. Do you? How much do you think they spent on Mary Steenburgen's uh, little white um, hair extension?
2: Oh boy.
3: Just the hair extension.
4: Yeah.
0: $17.
3: Uh, oh, I was going to go crazy and say 300 uh, just for I, fun.
4: I was I was going to say a dollar. I think they got it at a, a dollar store.
1: <laughs> Alex asked me you at one point, think they cut the hair out of somebody else's hair? Do you Alex asked me at one point, do you think it's an extension or did she dye her hair for the role? And I said I I I don't think Mary Steenburgen did anything beyond the bare minimum <laughs> for this role <laughs> as she should. To be fair, yeah. I read I think the plot about the girl's allergies with the feathers was inspired by mm-hmm. Mary herself because I read that she uh-huh. was miserable the entire time on set because she was deeply allergic to something in the house they rented <laughs> to be, like, oh. her house in the movie. So she was, like, constantly Great. having an allergic reaction. And I feel like that honestly, like, kind of makes things make more sense. I mean... Do you think they just, like, uh, improvised that?
3: And she's off, state, off, off set going... Hey, wait
4: a minute! <laughs> hey, you can't say people didn't suffer for their art.
1: Remember, yeah, people got buried. Right. Alex, <laughs> Mary's got... allergies yeah. were the least of it.
3: <laughs> people did suffer truly, and then we suffered on the other hand. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the goal of art is for the artist and the audience to suffer.
4: But isn't Amen. isn't that isn't that the the whole the whole heart of Thanksgiving suffering suffering? <laughs> Turkeys right. turkey suffer for us. And we think we about- We suffer in the kitchen. We suffer in the ki- Everyone's just suffering. <laughs> everyone's suffering.
0: Also, the- What did um, you think about the creatures?
4: I loved one of them, but I don't remember which one. I loved them. Bleaselblop, Gorp, or
0: Steve. I don't remember their names.
3: God. I feel like those are just stomach sounds.
0: Squonk, <laughs> Zorp, Burble, and Thring.
3: That's literally what my stomach sounds like right before lunch. <laughs>
0: Should get that checked out.
3: I just have a loud stomach. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, I
4: would definitely hug them.
3: Yeah, they were adorable.
0: Okay, John Arbuckle.
3: <laughs> I don't spooked by them.
0: I, I thought they were fine. I I think that they looked no better than the creatures that were made for the never ending Story thirty years earlier. I think oh, at some point oh, there would we- be advancement.
1: Let's not talk bad no. about NeverEnding Story puppetry. Ooh. No
3: comment.
0: I'm not talking bad about it. I'm saying they look like they were made 30 years ago and then dusted out and refurbished.
4: I mean, you, you're that's not fair. wrong. <laughs> that,
1: that, yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. literally. Yeah. I think I read that this movie they considered for a while setting it in the 1960s.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I honestly want to see that version. I want to see it. I think that would...
0: A make prequel. a lot of sense. What would yeah. the bitch daughter be obsessed with if not her phone?
1: That's
3: so fair. The Beatles. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Her record player, her records. Oh, my we God. Need
1: to see the Beatles.
0: My record player can't play here. <laughs> <laughs> we're off the track, the needle, I don't know. Literally. And the sons, oh, cool, we're off the
4: needle. There's no radio reception here. <laughs> Shut up.
0: Shut <laughs> up.
3: My ham radio.
4: <laughs> can we can we talk about how the main villain who's trying to take down Mary Steenburgen's Turkey Rehabilitation Center mm-hmm. is um named Eldritch? Eldritch Stump? Eldritch yeah. Slump? Yeah. Oh my god. That's not yeah. a real name. That's a fake
0: name. That,
3: that sounds like somebody rolled some word dice. I'm I
1: isn't hold on, I'm gonna check on this fact.
0: Eldridge Good, is a real name.
1: Yes, it is. I, I think that's is it. I'm pretty sure that's Tiger Woods' real name.
4: What?
3: Shut up, really? Tiger Woods. So. Tiger Woods is... I truly believed his name was just Tiger. I thought
4: it
0: was from Tiger. From womb. I think it's Tiger.
1: No, his real name is not Tiger. i look it up. I, I'm shook, because all this time, I truly
3: believed Tiger Woods was just named Tiger. It's Eldrick.
1: Tiger. Mm. Eldrick Taunt Woods.
4: What, where did Tiger come from?
1: It's his nickname.
4: Also, but who gave it to him?
1: <laughs> he did.
4: <laughs> he says, "I'm Tiger now."
1: Also, fun That's fact that, he, that I, I think no one but me will appreciate is gerrymandering is named after someone named Elbridge Eldridge. Eldridge Jerry.
0: Jerry. Yeah. Oh. So I am again. Dry history. Pants off. We've established <laughs> this.
3: Please. Any more history and Dan's going to have to leave the room.
0: <laughs> the only oh. other Eldridge that I've heard of before is Eldridge Cleaver, who was an early leader of the Black Panther Party, who then later in his life became a conservative Republican. So, you know, mm. wow. progression.
3: talk about some history. <laughs> <laughs> what a switch up. Wow.
1: You know who? OK, this is kind of random, but we were really disappointed to learn was like. Pretty conservative was Mary Kirk Tyler Cameron. Moore. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, guess- I was
0: aware of that, yeah. Yeah,
1: disappointing. You wouldn't have, Which I is wouldn't really have funny it.
0: because Dick Van Dyke is, like, socialist.
1: I know. Yeah. So weird.
4: And Mary Steenburgen is QAnon, apparently. <laughs> she is Q. I mean, she, she is, is Q. the storm. Oh, God. <laughs> Bur- Burble is Q. <laughs> huh.
1: But back to the puppets, I did think they were the best part of the movie. But again... That's a low bar in this case. Yeah, And it's Jim Henson, I mean. Right, like, you're expecting at least the puppets to a be. A little bit.
4: Did, did you guys... Not
3: everybody's going to be Kermit, but... we can't all be Kermit.
4: Did you guys notice when Mary Steenburgen is hitting the rock or whatever in the middle of the forest while the tree like dances, that the sound was not synced up to what she was at hitting? At all. Like completely <laughs> out of sync. Yeah. <laughs> Just completely oh, out of sync. Did you it
0: notice?
3: Bonkers.
0: When she threw her canteen water bottle thing at the truck that was driving towards them, how it turned into a fucking missile. <laughs> <and> <laughs> one? Yeah, yeah. It pierced the windshield of the car. It t- You had a first person shot of that. Why did that happen? <laughs>
4: what directing choice was that? Also, like, this totally would have been avoided if she just, like, Came out and showed the kids the hoodoos and was like, you know, if you hear them, like, be chill, they're cool. Like, could have been avoided.
1: But then there's no plot, Alex.
4: They mentioned hoodoos in Labyrinth. Are these the same hoodoos? Does David yes. Bowie exist in Turkey Hollow? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes.
3: That's canon, That's right canon. there. That's canon.
0: Well wait, was your question does David Bowie exist or does David Bowie's character exist? Because I think David both. Bowie exists. Both. I think they oh.
3: both exist.
4: Do, do,
0: Just do. his COD piece from Hollow actually. From, no, why yeah, is it always the
3: COD piece? God, that came up at work one day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um I guess Anna, question for you.
3: Dan, answer for you. Would
0: Turkey Hollow be better, worse, or the same with a child Jonathan Taylor Thomas as the stupid son?
3: Better. Better. Just by bias. But also just because I think I think the movie needed a little help and I think he could have the help that was provided. <laughs>
4: well, Mary wasn't doing much help either. We can't
3: blame no, her. She was, no, she I was think dying the, of an the, reaction. The, oh, yeah. The big wig actors phoned it in for this one. They did.
0: Yes. I don't know the the star of better off ted was really given his all as the
4: dad he why did he, he had he had a very like he did not want to say that he was divorced for that whole movie you know never having been divorced
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know if i can imbue my experiences onto him. But I don't know, that could be a touchy subject for people. Maybe they're just separated and they haven't actually gotten divorced yet and he thinks that they could still work.
4: Well his work his his kids really wanted him to say it. They they that they was a big win at the end. Yeah, they're like, you said yeah. it you said they're
0: you were divorced. Dad's living in denial. <laughs> Yikes. Wasn't it? When funny? he says that they're divorced we get two Christmases. <laughs>
1: Wasn't it funny how they make it a big point that they're like going off the grid and that's really traumatic for the teenage daughter, and yet like he's up in the base or like in the attic working the whole time on his laptop. <laughs> on his
4: laptop. Yeah, he's like, I have to go make a phone call, and they're like, with what phone?
0: <laughs> do you have up. a Do you have a landline? There's a rotary upstairs. Shut up.
4: <laughs>
3: it's <laughs> really <up>. a landline. <laughs>
0: Mary,
4: go talk to your hoodoos. Talk
3: to the hoodoos,
4: Mary. Do you um, think the cop, in in real life, say this took place in like not movie world in real life? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. you think at the end when Mary Steenburgen's like, "Oh, we have musical hoodoos in our living room"? Do you think when the cop goes or the kitchen? Do you think when the cop would actually go in? Do you think how many bullets do you think would be fired? <laughs>
3: A million, the gun would be empty and reloaded. Are you I'm, kidding me?
0: Yeah, the, the, that that house would be just torn apart.
4: <laughs> um,
0: that, oh, God. I, I'm sorry. I totally skipped over the, the plot line of the cop doing the double entendres. Every time he talks, he's like, well, you know, just give me a ring if you want me to come in you again. I mean, come again. <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh, God.
4: But also, like, when Mary Steenburgen first opens the door... She's not wearing anything revealing, but he's like, no. he's like all oh, right, she's acting
1: shocked, and she's like in a normal like nightgown with like a bathrobe on.
4: <laughs> she's or like or telling me that I'm seeing a woman's see clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> elbows. the
3: sight of a woman.
4: Oh no.
0: Alex and Lauren, who are your favorite performers?
4: Oh wow. Um The 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 foley artist who had a very hard time thinking no not in the movie i mean just
0: in general so i can ask you the question that i ask every time oh
4: are you asking who our favorite actors are
0: yeah actor performer who because you could say like you could say tom
4: bergeron
0: i don't know i don't consider him an actor
4: john candy you know it's john candy
0: i know it's john candy lauren what about you
1: Oh, I don't have a favorite actor.
0: Yes, you do. Zendaya.
1: Oh, yeah, I do love Zendaya. Oh, iconic
0: choice girl. Would this movie be better, worse, or the same with John Candy as the dad and Zendaya as the daughter?
1: I think the same because with Zendaya. Because that would have been in the phase of her career where she was just very by the book of building a career. So it would have been exactly the same.
0: This would have been right after she left... Um, shake it up. Shake, shake it, it up.
1: up. 100%. But
4: isn't that when she went into KC Undercover?
1: Yeah, so right in that yeah, era. Yeah, she was still Disneying. Um So because... I wasn't
0: aware of her KC Undercover era.
4: Get with the time. Oh, my my apologies. Apologies. Dan, come on.
1: Come on, Dan. But, um, <laughs> I'll let you speak soon, but I do think, personally, if John Candy was the dad in this, I think it would be a holiday classic. I th- I
0: agree.
4: See, John Candy's bones. I <laughs> I would ag- I would agree, except for the fact that I feel like it would be out of character for him to be like I don't believe in all. That. I feel like John Candy would be like more like going with the flow of everything.
1: But I think he would have brought his own personality and humor to it, and they That's would have true. like adjusted the script around him. That's and true. I think honestly, John Candy can save anything.
4: That's a good point. Mm-hmm. What
3: if he was Mary Steenburgen's character instead?
0: And the cop no. was still getting so hot and bothered around him.
3: I love that. How progressive. Oh, wait, it takes place in 2015. I forgot it wasn't the 60s for a second. <laughs> <laughs> still love it, though. Um,
0: what if, have Jimmy Stewart as, I don't know, Glorp?
4: Better? The, the,
3: the puppeteers buried. El- Eldridge. The buried
4: puppeteers he, as he Eldridge. Be, he would be Eldridge.
0: I want my goddamn money. Give me your property! I I feel like Joe
1: Pesci would have been really great in that role.
0: Mm. Mm, Yeah.
4: Um, I could see it. Do you... Do you think that they have grounds to arrest... Um, no
0: that's not how the law works that's not how it works at all why is this why is this cop acting as the judge that's not what a cop does that's what a trial is for to figure out if she's guilty or not what is this what is this bastardization of the
4: law I yeah I don't know if um I, I think it'd be very hard to to I'm just, I can't get over the fact that it's like the turkey kibble was in like radioactive waste barrels.
0: Soviet waste barrels. Soviet waste
4: barrels. That just, um, it, it, I can't get
0: my head over that.
4: And I thought you would, you needed to know that.
0: We did. Um, (laughs) rapid fire. Give me a rating out of zero to five turkeys for each special. Lauren, you go first.
1: All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a Thanksgiving that almost wasn't a 0. .5, mostly okay. because of the racism. Um, Amen. I'm gonna give Garfield a two and a half. Okay. But that a generous two and a half, and okay. I'm going to give Turkey Hollow a 0. .75.
0: Whoa, what's hmm. real
3: mathematical. Uh,
4: I will give the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't. i'll I'll give that a a solid one turkey. Um, <laughs> generous. F- generous for um the replay value of the girl going Wee! <laughs> For some reason that just really got me. Uh, I will give Garfield's Thanksgiving a three turkey. Okay. Um, even though John Arbuckle is literally the worst and I will give that's bold to
0: say after having watched Turkey hollow, <laughs> Amen.
4: but I mean, there wasn't like the, the people, the people we were supposed to root for weren't like incel manipulator dumb as rocks, observably stupid people.
0: That's true.
4: Mm-hmm. um
1: okay you taking a line from dave Chappelle <laughs> on snl
4: i did watch the, his monologue and that was the only thing that made me laugh
1: no <laughs> observably stupid it was it's him, a good phrase was him
4: calling herschel walker observably stupid <laughs> <laughs> um and turkey hollow i'll give yeah, I'll match your point seven five turkeys. That seems right. That seems fair,
0: Anna
3: um, the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't I, I have I have something to say I didn't say before. Maybe I'm just dumb. I didn't get why the Thanksgiving almost wasn't
0: because they were busy finding the children, and if the children I weren't guess, there, they'd have to be mourning instead. I
3: guess, but I was
1: kind of like. Oh, that's kind of weird. Anyway. Wait, that's a good point, because I... they did it the next day, then. So if the children didn't get lost in the woods, would Thanksgiving have been the last Wednesday in November?
0: I guess so. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dog hates I
4: that thought that too. was a
3: turkey for a second. Gosh. <laughs> that's,
4: that's the turkeys. Okay. <laughs> that's the hoodies. I,
3: thanks- <laughs> I give Thanksgiving that almost wasn't one fat turkey only for the dancing screen grab. <laughs> That had me rolling. I give Garfield three generous turkeys because I had the most fun watching that one. And I give Turkey Hollow half a turkey.
0: (laughs) Okay.
4: Sorry, we have Uh, some turkey issues over here.
0: Oh, no, that's
3: fine. No problem for the turkey's jester one time. She's been naughty on the air multiple times. I've had to pause and run after her.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've had made me have to edit this podcast. How dare you?
3: Sorry, Dan. Um,
0: I give the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't, um, one and a half turkeys, more just out of the, um, novelty of it It and the the dancing and and the repeated song three times. I think Mm -hmm. when you have that, you got to go with it, um. I give Garfield four turkeys. I truly enjoyed it. I thought it was very fun. Um, and then I give Turkey Hollow uh one mangy diseased roadkill turkey.
4: Oh, oh wow. I mean at least I it's hated one
0: turkey. It. I thought it was so bad. <laughs> And I couldn't even find a way to watch it illegally. I had to pay for it. It's not on any, like, illegal streaming <laughs> service. No one wants to pirate this.
4: Dan, are you ever going to have me back on your podcast? Will you ever learn your lesson?
0: No, I, I, you'll be back, because I never learn. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, we have fun.
1: It's almost Christmas. Think of how many Christmas specials there are. Please, God,
4: no. Oh, we already watched, no. we already watched one called The Christmas Light, and it was... On the poster, it said, it rivals Toy Story, and it didn't. It not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they just wanted to get your foot in the door, you know? They want you to say, oh, what's that all about?
0: Um, well, Alex and Lauren, thank you for joining us for yes, our Thanksgiving thank us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Uh, thank you, thank you for um,
1: enduring our content picks.
0: It, my brain shrunk, it but it's fine. I, I, I
1: have a good I, time at the end of the day.
4: I, Dan, I see you adding Garfield's Thanksgiving to your yearly watch of uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I feel like that's, yeah, I'll watch them at the, the same time. time. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, I love that.
0: <laughs> One dialogue over the other, see what matches up, have a dark side of the Garfield situation <laughs> going on. Um, yeah, thank you both for, for doing this. It was very fun. We'll have you on again. Uh, yes. For our Arbor Day series or something.
4: Oh, I yeah. guarantee you we'll be able to find three we'll find
0: Arbor Day. I don't doubt it. Just going to Tubi. When I was searching for the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't on Tubi, there were eight hundred different Thanksgiving things. I was like, "What the fuck are these?" <laughs>
3: My God.
0: Uh, we will be back next week with the return of the Fockers series, talking about Meet Ooh. the Fockers. Uh, so get hyped. For that, everybody wants to see Dustin Hoffman. I was gonna say Dustin Diamond. That's different. Uh, he was Screech on Saved by the
4: Bell. Well, he was... He's dead now. Yeah, he was a present being.
0: <laughs> uh... If you want to support In Conclusion, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash In Conclusion. If you want to find me, I'm on the dying hell site of (laughs) twitter.com at danokeef86. And I'm on TikTok at not danokeef. Alex and Lauren, now is your time. Promote anything you want.
4: Uh, um, this is going well. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have much to. Promote. I have
1: nothing to promote. I'm that weird person that's not on social media. I would say vote, but that's passed. But vote next
4: time. That's my promotion. Uh, I love that. And Perfect. you know, stay, stay healthy. Eat turkey. That's my promotion.
1: Amen. Hey, um, why do you hate animals, Alex? <laughs>
4: Anna, where can they find
0: you?
3: You can find me on Instagram at Prime818, or you can find me on also the dying hellscape that is Twitter at AutobotsRollOut, capital O for Auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll in the O, and rolling, O, in out r zeros. And you can follow my dog on Instagram at pulp 1017 She's cute.
0: Woof. We'll be back next week with Meet the Fockers. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh,
3: God. Bees get degrees, Dan.